Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. You ready to talk some NFL? Yes, please. Let's go to the phone lines, the Bet MGM lines. Lit up here with Peter Dewey, Bet Sided, to talk some NFL. Peter, how you doing, sir? I'm doing good, guys. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on. So this is Overreaction Monday, okay? We all know that preseason football is one of the more intriguing weeks, especially week one, of any sport. Everybody wants to crown MVP, a champion, a um, a sax leader, all these different things. Do you have one overreaction that you kind of stand by after watching one week of preseason football? Um, yeah, I wouldn't say it's a hundred percent overreaction because I think a lot of people thought he's going to be really good, but I think Justin Fields is going to win the rookie of the year. Um, yeah, I really think that Chicago has to play him. I don't think there's really any upside in playing Andy Dalton unless Fields went out there and stunk it up and he lit it up. So I feel like you got to play him, and and I think he he really uh. He impressed me. I think he wins Rookie of the Year. Absolutely. Yeah, I started off the show talking about that, Peter. Uh, also, a couple different things that I've been looking at uh, as far as we'll get to your win totals here and you know other futures in a couple minutes here. But I uh, loved. We watched this after the first preseason game, and even going into the season, you know, I know it's only his second year, but I was looking at Chase Young fourteen to one to win Defensive Player of the Year. Now it's nine to one over at BetMGM. Uh, any thoughts there, or as far as defensive player of the year, I was looking at some value picks, maybe Khalil Mack to have a bounce back year. Anything that you would play as far as that award? Um, I de- I like the Chase Young at, at nine to one. I think that's fantastic. He he uh, was making Isaiah Wynn look real real rough in that that first preseason game. So um, he I think he he had a great rookie year, and you know they have a great defense over there in Washington. So you you kind of couple that with him and Montez Sweat on the outside. I think he has the opportunity to have a, a really big year. But um, I, honestly, I think uh, Miles Garrett, it's not like a dark horse pick yeah. or anything, but the addition of Jadavian Clowney in Cleveland, I think that's going to help him a, a lot. You're not going to be able to double uh, Miles Garrett as much. And I think uh, the Browns have a sneaky good defense. They have a really good team. So uh, I think he could be a great pick to, to win Defensive Player of the Year. And I'm glad that you brought up the Browns because we've been going back and forth. I'm all over the Browns. I played their season win total over. I also see them as legit Super Bowl contenders. I, I buy them. into Baker Mayfield year two under Kevin Stefanski. I love what he did year one. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, two explosive backs. You get Odell Beckham Jr. back healthy. Love the tight ends. What are your thoughts on the Browns heading into this season? Yeah, I, I like them a lot. Like like I was saying, I, I think they honestly have a real good chance to push the Ravens in that division. I, I think Pittsburgh's going to kind of fall off a little bit just with the Big Ben getting a year older. So I really like Cleveland to once again be a playoff team. And, and you're right, with Odell coming back, like that's a whole dynamic we didn't really get to see in that offense last year. And Stefanski did a really, really good job. And you add you know one of the best receivers in football to that offense. Like if Nick Chubb stays healthy, Kareem Hunt stays healthy, they have a legit team. It's just going to come down to whether or not Baker can can be the guy we saw last year if he's going to turn the ball over a lot. And I, I think, you know, they, they found a way to play to his strength last year. So I am definitely think they, they'll at least be a playoff team. I'd be very surprised if they didn't make the playoffs. How much do you trust Baker Mayfield? Because I don't trust Baker Mayfield at all. <laughs> it's that That's the thing. I'm, I'm Baker is he's an interesting uh he's an interesting quarterback because I feel like there's times where he looks really really good and there's times he looks really really bad and you don't normally see that from a lot of the elite guys like there's normally kind of like a baseline you're going to get every night from like the Aaron Rodgers the Pat Mahomes type of guys um I don't know if Baker's found that yet like I think he has to 
he has to prove it for a whole year that he can be, you know, a, a steady quarterback. But at the same time, they're they're a run-heavy offense. Like, if both those guys are healthy, they can kind of hide his flaws. And I think that helps him a lot. Like, you, a lot of teams would love to have Kareem Hunt as their starting running back. The fact that he's coming in and mixing in for, like, 12 carries is is unbelievable for them. I, I think they, that's their, their path to, like – if Baker's not going to be, you know, that top-notch guy, at least you can get by with him by running the ball well. Peter, anything that you've played so far as far as win totals or futures, anything that you're leaning or anything that you've played? Um, one of the big ones I played is I played over um, on the Packers' win total, uh, like the second that Rodgers came back because I was like, there is no way. I think I got it at 10.5. I was like, there's no way in hell that they don't get over 10.5 wins. Like, I, I would be shocked in a 17-game season um, – I think he just wants to come out and prove everybody wrong that they, you know, the Packers were, they drafted Jordan Love and you have all these questions like, oh, what's Aaron Rodgers going to do? Like he won the MVP last year. I, I feel like he's out for vengeance again. Um, I, I'm, I think they might be a, a Super Bowl team this year. Yeah, man, I absolutely love it. And Rodgers, I mean, he bumped down a little bit. He's 11 to 1 to win the MVP. Last year, I actually got him 22 to 1, but I love the Packers. Wow. I'm actually a huge Packer fan, so this isn't even a homer pick. I just... I like what they've uh, done this offseason. I mean, you could say what you want about bringing back Randall Cobb. I think that's going to be huge for Amari Rodgers. I think they're going to improve on the defensive side of the ball under Joe Barry. I was actually looking at 14-1 to to win the Super Bowl. Them and the Bills, I really like the prices on. Packers 14-1, to Bills 11-1. to Obviously, the Chiefs, the overwhelming favorites over at BetMGM plus 450. Any play that you would make or still a little bit too early for you to pick a Super Bowl winner? little early. I try to wait through the preseason just in case if there's like a major injury. Yeah. You don't want to get caught taking a team. Um, and then, you know, somebody plays in the third preseason game and they tear their ACL and then you're like, well, I just wasted a, a bet on that. But um, I, I, I like Packers 14-1. Is, it sounds really good to me. I agree with you. I think they got a lot better. Um, they're going to get Bakhtiari back at some point this year, I'd yeah. assume. And so, you know, they, they were a possession away they probably should have beaten the Bucks in that game if they had capitalized on one of those turnovers last year in the NFC Championship. And, like, at some point, somebody's got to knock off Tom Brady, right? Like, you can't just bet Tom Brady every year. So I, I would take the Packers. Uh, I think they're the second-best team in the NFC if you, you went them in the Bucks. Now moving to the first team in the NFC, the best team in the NFC, the Washington football team. I know that's what everybody's been waiting for. That's my team. I'm a homer for that uh, squad, of course. But what do you, how do you feel about the NFC East in general? Like, part of me likes the Dallas Cowboys, even though I'm a Washington football team fan. I like the Dallas Cowboys because on paper, they they seem like a team, especially with Dak Prescott at the helm, um, like a very talented team that should go ahead and win the East. But we already know that this division is so tricky to handicap. For your money, who would you put your money on, of course, to win the NFC East? Washington football team, Dallas, or maybe another team like, not the Giants, so I guess the Eagles. Yeah, that's it's. You're right. This is a it's a very tough division. I think if anybody I was going to be most like think is going to be most consistent, honestly, I think it would be Washington. I think Dallas is, has the most upside, but the injury concerns are obviously there, and the defense is. I mean, they got Micah Parsons in the first round, but last year they were horrible, and they really didn't add any big ticket acquisition where you're like that guy's going to help them fix you know all the problems they had last year. And like Washington got better, like I don't, I know Alex Smith was a great comeback story for everybody, but you know Ryan Fitzpatrick is a huge upgrade. Like they, they have a legitimate quarterback now, and I'm not saying Ryan Fitzpatrick's a star, but 
he's he's a guy that he's going to go out there and yeah, he might turn the ball over a little bit for you, but he can throw the ball and you're not going to be a one dimensional offense. And obviously, like we said at the, uh, at the beginning, their defense is fantastic. So I feel they're the most consistent team. I just don't know if their upside is as high as the Cowboys, if that makes sense. Peter, anything that you played as far as uh, week one or even in the preseason? You know, we kind of go back and forth, but uh, we got week two of the preseason coming up. Week one, like we've talked about the Packers, I'm looking at them as two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road against New Orleans. No Drew Brees, obviously. Uh, it's Juice minus 120 over at BetMGM, but that's a play I really like. Anything that you've already played or anything that, you know, you're leaning or thinking about jumping on? The, the thing I've been playing a lot is I've just been playing all the unders in preseason games. Yeah. That's it. It is very, very hard to get, you know, consistent offense when you're constantly changing personnel, changing quarterbacks. And I think they went 14-3 and three through the first the Hall of Fame game in the first week, something like that. So I, that's what I've been, I've been rolling on. I took the – I'm a Broncos fan. I took the under on the Broncos game. And, of course, Drew Locke scored 33 points. So that was <laughs> – it was, it was bittersweet. But, um, uh, that, yeah, that's, that's been my big play. It, it's, it's very hard, I feel, to, you know – get winners and, and people to cover just because you really don't know like all the coach speak about how much guys are really going to play but it we normally don't see that many points so that's been that's been my go-to you're a Denver fan I am yeah nice so one of my overreactions today was Drew Locke I came in here and the first thing I said to everybody was I really love Drew Locke after that first preseason game what were your th- thoughts and takeaways from that and also just the outlook on the quarterback competition that they're having Vic Fangio said that neither quarterback uh, separated themselves. What do you think about Drew Locke? What do you think about Teddy? What did you think about the entire situation? And who would you rock with um, this season, week one? Yeah, loaded question. But yeah, I, I Drew Locke, man, he the, he looked so much more comfortable in that preseason game. And it might be like the Vikings weren't playing anybody. But yeah. this is like people forget this is the first year that he's had a full off season to learn an offense. The Broncos fired uh, Rich Gangarello after his first year, and he broke his thumb the first preseason game in his rookie year. And then last year, obviously, with the pandemic, he didn't get a normal offseason to learn that offense. So I'm I'm hoping that, you know, the extra work is going to be beneficial for him. But I'm also very glad that they picked up Bridgewater because you have a guy that you know is a, a competent NFL quarterback behind him. Mm-hmm. Um I think Fangio saying it, it's even is, is fair. I don't think it would have been fair to just count Teddy out just because Locke had a really, really good game because he played well as well. Um, but I think if you're the Broncos long-term, it has to be Drew Locke. Like, Teddy's a free agent after this year, after they restructured his deal. Like, you, you don't want to go into this season and be like, we have to ride with Teddy Bridgewater. I think if they both continue to play well these last two preseason games, it has to be Drew Locke until the wheels fall off. It's at this point, like you missed on Justin Fields and people are going to judge you for that if he has a great career, but you also can't give up on Drew Locke for a guy who might only be on your team for one season. Peter, I think the uh, best division in football, at least in the NFC, is the NFC West. And I'm pretty high on the Rams, but then again, I'm also pretty high on the 49ers. I played the uh, Rams to win the division, and then I went over the 10.5 on the 49ers. I really do like Trey Lance. And if you figure, you go, you get Nick Bosa back healthy this year. If he's able to play in 17 games, I think he's a legitimate uh, candidate to win Defensive Player of the Year. What are your thoughts on that division? I know some people are high on the Rams and believe in Matthew Stafford. Some aren't. You know, there's a sneaky team in the Arizona Cardinals, and then nobody's even really talking about the Seahawks, and I worry about their offensive line, but still, Russell Wilson's great. What are your thoughts on the NFC West? Yeah, I, I agree with you. The NFC West is, is the best division of football. I, I think there's going to be three playoff teams out of there. Um, not positive who those three are going to be, because like you said, Arizona is a little bit of, and Seattle are both a little bit of a wild card. Yeah. I think Arizona did a good job adding some 
some veterans, but I also just don't know what their upside is. Like last year, they looked really good at the beginning of the year, and the offense kind of got stagnant towards the end of the year. And then Seattle kind of had the same thing happen um, with Russ going crazy the first eight games and then looked like a mediocre quarterback the, the second half of the season. Um, and then when you throw in a healthy San Francisco, like it, it is a, a tough division. I think the Rams win it, though. I'm a Matt Stafford believer. Yeah. Um, I I really really think that they're gonna they're gonna be good this year. I think he's a massive upgrade over Jared Goff. There's just so much more you can do um, with Stafford because the, the Goff turnovers are just sometimes they were just inexcusable. Um, but losing Cam Akers for them is really tough. Uh, they're gonna need Daryl Henderson to step up big time because Cam Akers was a beast down the stretch of last season. I completely agree, man. But I just can't wait to see Sean McVay with a quarterback that could actually push the ball downfield. And I want to see Matthew Stafford actually win a playoff game after what he had to go through in Detroit. Thanks so much, man, for giving us a couple minutes. We'll have to have you on again soon. Yeah, thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. Thank you, Pete. Peter Dewey. You can find him on Twitter, Peter Dewey too, over from Betsided.